0: Alongside Snaps, Evan Spiegel, Xbox President Sarah Bond, OpenAI's Brad Lightcap, top researcher Dr. Fei-Fei Li of Stanford, and many more. More details and just a few tickets left at Bloomberg.com TechSF.
1: You're listening to Taking Stock with Pim Fox and Kathleen Hayes on Bloomberg Radio.
2: We are at the fourth annual Canadian Fixed Income Conference. It is sponsored by National Bank of Canada Financial Markets. Uh, National Bank of Canada Financial Markets is the sole bank whose primary focus is the Canadian marketplace. And here to tell us more about banking in Canada is Peter Rutledge. He is Managing Director of Financial Services Research at National Bank Financial. Peter Rutledge, thank you very much for being with us. Thanks for ha- for having me. Explain to our listeners some of the major differences about the composition and structure of the Canadian banking system versus, let's say, what we may be familiar with here in the United States?
0: Well, uh, I mean, the most important thing to understand about the differences in the system is how they developed over time. Canada, going back to the start of the country, has always had a branch banking system. So, a few large banks located in the center of the country who have branches all across the country. We've had the equivalent of interstate banking since the country was formed. Whereas in the United States, you have a state-based, unit-based banking system that only recently became uh, nationwide. And so, as a result, we've long had very large, systemically important financial institutions uh, control our banking system. And as a, and those institutions have been quite profitable, and that profitability has acted to stabilize the system. And they and we've had generally. Uh, much fewer banking crises and bank failures. So since about uh, 1967, when our deposit insurer came into force, there's only been about 35 to 40 bank failures.
1: It's amazing. And in fact, during the financial crisis, many people pointed to Canada to say, you don't need lots of banks to have a stable banking system. How are the... Are are the rules different? Are the Canadian banks regulated differently? Have you eliminated the problem of too big to fail or is the government just always ready to step in and so you you keep them on a tighter leash? How do you make it work in Canada?
0: Right. Well, I think there's general acceptance that we have six systemically important institutions. They've long been systemically important and they have long been too important to fail. since uh, Up until the financial crisis, the authorities sort of accepted a public backstop. So the sovereign, in effect, uh, was always there as a last resort backstop to the banking system. Since the crisis uh, came and went, uh, the Canadian regulatory system has adopted or is in the process of adopting uh, global banking regu- regulatory rules around too important to fail. And now they're trying to bring in uh, a private sector backstop to the banking system to replace the public sector
2: what is the trade-off if you have a government that is implicitly and uh, almost explicitly uh, being the backstop what are the banks trading off in order to live under that umbrella
0: um, establishing a private system brings in private actors who uh, will be acting in their own financial self-interest and they may be they may behave unpredictably and so it introduces an element of risk into the system. Now, and that didn't exist when the public sector was the backstop. So that's you know what the public sector will have to adapt and they're they're adapting the regulatory system for that reality. The benefit of it though is you know if the public sector is the backstop, typically the public isn't really aware of that, and so when you have the public sector enter in to protect the payment system, uh, that becomes, uh, you know, that 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 uh, annoys people, annoys the general public, for understandable reasons because they don't understand they have that contingent risk. What this system does is it says to private sector investors in advance, ex ante, before there's a banking system crisis, you know you're taking that risk, and you can ask to be compensated by the banking system for taking that backstop risk. And that is a better a better way to do it, in our, my view. A couple
1: things I hope we can touch on in the couple minutes we have left. The first one would be capital, contingent capital, how Canada's deal with that. In a, in a nutshell, what is different about Canada right now that is so important for investors to understand?
0: Right. Uh, U.S. banks have a holding company, company model, uh, and they're, they're issuing contingent capital through their holding company structures and, and moving it into the operating company. Canadian banking system is structured on an operating company model only, so we're having to design contingent capital within the operating company, and it just means the conversion mechanism, the recapitalization mechanism is different.
2: Housing. We've been speaking to people throughout the conference about the housing market in Canada and there are some surprising differences between, let's say, taking out a mortgage in Canada and taking out a mortgage in the United States. Explain. Uh, Some of the differences
0: are uh, the longest amortization term is now 25 years. You can get 30-year mortgages, but basically the standard for higher risk mortgages is 25 years. Uh, Second, there's no tax-deductibility for mortgage interest payments. People are incented financially always to pay down their mortgage, and that does make a difference. Finally, the Canadian sovereign through uh, a mortgage insurance subsidiary Basically absorbs or takes on the credit risk in the mortgage system. So if we had a big housing price correction and there were a lot of losses around mortgages, it would flow through to the mortgage insurer that is a sovereign entity, and so there would not be any, uh, you know, risk around. Uh, capital in the banking system tied to only a house price correction.
1: Well, so, thank you for walking us through the Canadian banking industry, some of the key regulations, how they're changing, how they're working. Peter Ludwig, thank you so very much for joining us. He's Managing Director for Financial Services Research at National Bank of Financial. We're live at the National Bank of Canada Financial Markets Canadian Fixed Income Conference. I'm Kathleen Hayes along with Pim Fox. This is Bloomberg.